the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. If we look to the answer as to why for so many years we achieved so much, prospered as no other people on earth, it was because here in this land we unleashed the energy and individual genius of man to a greater extent than has ever been done before. Those who say that we're in a time when there are no heroes, they just don't know where to look. The sloping hills of Arlington National Cemetery, with its row upon row of simple white markers, bearing crosses or stars of David, they add up to only a tiny fraction of the price that has been paid for our freedom. As for the enemies of freedom, those who are potential adversaries, they will be reminded that peace is the highest aspiration of the American people. We will negotiate for it, sacrifice for it. We will not surrender for it now or ever. We are Americans. France Authority on AM 1420. The answer. Yes, indeed it is. And a good morning to you. Thank you for joining us as we get started at seven minutes after the hour of nine on this free for all Friday. And I mean that today. It's one of these rare days where I've scheduled no guests so we can do all debate reaction today on this Friday, the 28th morning of the sixth month of the year of our Lord 2019. Debate reaction. We have got a bucket load of stuff to get through. Um, or, since we were talking about the Democrats, more like a pant load of stuff to get to. And there was loads of it filling pants last night. Holy goodness gracious. Um, Joe Biden, now you know what it feels like to be the front runner. Uh, Joe Biden, the long knives were out for him last night in the Democratic debate, and they scored. The, uh, there were some, there was some blood drawn from Joe Biden last night, and that's a good thing for President Donald Trump. The blood was primarily drawn by Senator Kamala Harris, and that also is a good thing for President Trump. And I think what you saw and heard last night from also Mayor Petey and from uh, individuals like, um, uh, who else do I want to uh, do I want to, uh, highlight and spotlight here? Bernie Sanders, obviously. When you look at and listen to what you heard from the biggest names on that stage, remember some of the other big names, Warren and Booker, were the night before. But the biggest names I'll last night on that stage are Biden and, and Sanders and, and Harris and, and probably Mayor Petey. Um, NBC News, which hosted the debate. NBC News, which hosted both nights of the debate, Thursday or Wednesday and Thursday, has declared the winner of the first round of Democratic debates to be Donald Trump. Let me say that again. Donald Trump was the winner of the first round of Democratic hey, debates. Yes, I can. Yes, as a matter of fact, I can. Because when you have an entire cesspool, when you have an entire cesspool of candidates on that stage pledging 
to take money out of middle-class America's pockets, your pockets, my pockets, food off of your table and my table, money out of our ability to pay our mortgages, our car payments, our health care premiums, in order to give it to illegal aliens who are being welcomed into this country with open arms by the very same cesspool of candidates, Donald Trump just got a massive assist in his re-election campaign. Okay. With all a lot of you have that. been talking tonight about these government health care plans that you proposed in one form or another. This is a show of hands question, and, and hold them up for a moment so people can see. Raise your hand if, gover- if your government plan would provide coverage for undocumented immigrants. The applause is should tell you what you're not seeing, obviously, because I'm playing this on the radio. The applause from the cesspool supporters in the uh, gallery there uh, would let you know that, yes, every hand on the stage was raised. Some of them a little bit reluctantly, it would appear, because some of them shot right up into the air like you're trying to be teacher's pad. I know, I know this one. And their hands went right up. Some of them looked to the left and looked to the right, maybe not with their heads turning to make it obvious, but out of the corners of their eyes to see how many people were raising, and they were not going to be left out. Nobody wanted to be on that island. So they said, I'll join the majority, and everybody, every hand was raised. Here's a little follow-up. Let me pause there to say this also, by the by. How on earth can any American citizen... How can any American worker sit in that audience, even if they are dyed blue, even if they are just all about the progressive movement, even if they are Democrat through and through, who can possibly support taking money out of our paychecks in the form of higher taxes to then repurpose that money and give it to illegal aliens who violate our laws violate our sovereignty, and come to the United States and take our jobs so that they can provide health care for their families. Is your premium not high enough? Mine is. It's not easy to, to, to set that budget every week, is it? Every month, bi-weekly, however, however, however you do yours, depending on however often you're paid. But when you set your monthly... And you got to say, all right, this much is put aside for mortgage or rent, this much for, <clears throat> excuse me, for car payment, this much for utilities, this much for our, our insurance premiums. You said all, it, that's not easy. Now, are you prepared to see your budget shrink because your income shrinks because of increased taxes? so that people who broke the law to get here can go and get health care for their families? You're okay with that? Your budget shrinks. Your premium is harder to meet now because you have less money. So it's harder for you as an American citizen to get health care paid for because your Democratic overlords want to make it easier for the illegal aliens who jumped our border and came into the United States and hid can get 
health care for them and for their families. How would any how would anybody applaud and cheer that? My friends, the Democrat Party isn't just those stooges, the clown show that you see and, and hear on that stage. The Democrat Party is the audience. An audience that once cheered Barack Obama when Barack Obama said, no way will illegal aliens be covered by our health care program. They once cheered Barack Obama. It's like, it's like the Obama years were, were 30 years ago or something. Wasn't that long ago. Obama was saying, no, illegal aliens will not be covered by our health insurance plans. Obamacare. And now, just a few short years later, it's, would you uh, give us a show of hands of everybody that would uh, include illegal alien coverage in your national health care plan? All hands go up. Yes! What happened to you, demon rats? What happened to your sense of, of right and wrong? What happened to your sense of... Whatever happened to your sense of taking care of America? If, if you're so willing and so anxious to give your money away to other people who don't have health care coverage, you can't find enough American kids struggling in that, in that regard to give their money to them? You, you want to give your money away and mine to illegal aliens who shouldn't even be here to, to help cover their health care expenses? What happened to these people? Last night was a race to the left. And not to stand off to the left side of the ideological scale, but to literally jump off the cliff from the left. They don't want any chance of tipping back toward moderation. That's how far they're going. Who wants Medicare for all? All hands in the air. Who wants free college? All hands in the air. Who wants free... uh, uh, um, Coverage for illegal immigrants, all hands in the air. I mean, it's insane. It's insanity is what it is. Who wants reparations? Hands in the air. What is wrong with these people? What happened to these people? When did they go so far and so extreme to the point where rational thoughts, rational conversations cannot be shared or exchanged with them? There's no moderation left. It's just, it's, it's how far to the left can, can we go? And I have to say, NBC News is spot on. Because the United States of America might indeed be very, very polarized. And the left's race to the far left, over the edge of the cliff, on the ideological spectrum, may make it appear as though that there's a, a legitimate chance for them. But I'm just going I'm just going to say it. Look, the United States of America is still a center-right country. And even the center part of center-right is going to run screaming from free this, free that, free this, free that, higher taxes, governmental apportionment of funds and resources. The American people, even in the center, are going to flee from the far-left Democrats race towards socialism. And they are up there on that stage last night arguing about who can be the most socialist. They didn't all say that. They didn't all use that word. 
precious few of them will use that word. But that's, in, in fact, what they're saying. And if this is what they're going to do in June of, of 2019, if they continue this track through the fall of 2019 and into the spring primary season of 2020, if they're going to continue to race to the left, they're going to chase every moderate, every centrist in this country back to Donald Trump. They may not like him. They may not like his personality. They may not like his morals. They may not like his um, tweeting. But they know that he is giving them more money. They know that he is not promising them things that they cannot deliver on, such as free college for all, uh, free uh, debt forgiveness for all, free health care for all. They know that he's not going to raise their taxes for that. They know doggone well that the economy that we are currently enjoying right now as we continue to thrive is a result of deregulation and lower taxes on businesses and corporations, and that all Americans are benefiting from it as a, as a result. And if they're faced with that choice or, hey, we're going to raise your taxes, take away your health insurance plan that you have through private uh, sources or through your employers, and give uh, all of this money away to people who don't even belong here, even centrists are going to look the other way. They're not going to even give the left the time of day. They're going to look back to the right. So I got a lot more audio for you, obviously, and I have a lot of time for your reaction too. I want to hear from you. 216-901-0945-888-281-1110. I said it's a free-for-all Friday. It is indeed. This is a plan today. No guests, just you and me um, analyzing and reacting to what we heard last night from the Democratic debate stage. And if you want to go back to the uh, previous night on Wednesday as well, you can do that. But we want to talk about uh, this. Do you agree that President Trump has been the big winner of the first two nights? Are you worried at all about Joe Biden? or Cory Booker, or Elizabeth Warren, or Kamala Harris, or Mayor Petey. I want to hear you. 216-901-0945. Back after this. A lot of ground you still to cover here. Um, in addition to the debate last night, in which every Democrat on stage pledged to give free health care to illegal aliens. In addition to the debate stage last night, in which every Democrat moved toward open borders. In addition to the health care debate last night, where uh, Medicare for all was pledged by all. We also had a couple of very big, important stories come out of the Supreme Court. Supreme Court yesterday, and the biggest one, is the one that, of course, I think you've probably heard by now. We, we do not have a majority, conservative majority, in the court. Remember the left freak out over Kavanaugh? The left freaked out, tried to destroy Brett Kavanaugh uh, with phony sex assault claims and, and so on and so forth. They were paranoid and panicked that it was going to be a massive 5-4 majority now for the conservatives because Kennedy, the swing vote, was being replaced by Kavanaugh, who was going to be more conservative vote, and oh my goodness, it's uh, the world is ending for them. A lot of us kind of cheered because we were hoping for the same thing. Come to find out now, though, after watching them work together, two things are abundantly clear. Number one, Brett Kavanaugh is not as conservative as everybody thought he was. And number two... We got, we got more confirmation yesterday that the Chief Justice of the Supreme Court, appointed by George W. Bush, John Roberts, is no conservative at all. It's not a 5-4 conservative majority. 
It's 4-4 at best with Roberts as the new swing vote. And sometimes, given what we have seen from Kavanaugh, it's 5-4 to the liberal side. John Roberts, the man who created something that never existed, which was a constitutional right to marriage, it is literally not in the Constitution. But he had to find something, anything, any way to advance his liberal belief that anybody should be able to marry anybody else. The same-sex marriage decision by the Supreme Court was absolutely unconstitutional. Justice John Roberts wrote marriage into something that never existed before. That's how radical he was then. The same justice, John Roberts, of course, also declared that Obamacare could be written as a tax, and therefore he declared that to be constitutional, despite the fact that the Obama administration and authors of Obamacare declared that it is not a tax. He reached and stretched and pulled and found a way to greenlight Obamacare. This this conservative Supreme Court justice, chief justice, he saved and made Obamacare law by doing something that the authors of it said it wasn't. That's you talk about activism in 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 a robe, activism on the bench, and now yesterday, a constitutional census question: Are you a citizen of the United States? Is has been stricken a huge blow to the Trump administration from the 2020 census. Well, at least temporarily, it was sent back to a lower court to be reconsidered. But it was not greenlit the way it should have. And why? Because Justice John Roberts, again, twisting, turning, finding some reason to side with the four liberals, decided, well, um, I wasn't convinced of the sincerity of the argument in favor of it. Since when does sincerity matter? It's constitutional to ask that question. Other nations ask that question. We have asked that question. To get it added to the 2020 census, it shouldn't matter what the motive is. It's the question is, 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 the, is it constitutional for the government to f- try to figure out how many people in the country are legally here and how many are not? Roberts himself admitted it's constitutional, but twisted and found a way to say, I'm not convinced of the uh, sincerity of the motive here for finding this, so therefore we're going to kick this back. Unbelievable. So everything that you heard on the debate stage last night that bothered you, well... Uh, add that, compound that with what you heard from Chief Justice John Roberts in the argument of the liberal majority. That's right. John Roberts is a liberal Supreme Court justice. The Chief Justice, siding with the liberals on some of the most enormous cases that we have seen in this and, and really uh, several previous court terms. We do not have a conservative, conservative majority on that court. And this is going to impact not only the immediate future of the United States, but the distant future as well, unless we get this thing turned around quickly. Because if we can't count the number of people who are here illegally, if we can't count the number of people who are here legally, those who are citizens, and we are simply assigning and apportioning money to congressional districts by their populations of illegals who are not entitled to representation under the Constitution of the United States, if we are giving them more constitutional representation when they should have none, by giving them more representatives based on their population of illegals, then the future of this country is in great peril as well. 
So you got a lot to chew on there, and I see the phone lines are full. Stay where you're on. Coming right back to you next on AM 1420 The Answer. Nine thirty four. The Bob France Authority continues on AM fourteen twenty. The answer: three days left, friends. Three days left in our June appeal, our campaign to try to help you, help ourselves, help all Americans who are fighting against essentially tyranny, um, court ordered in some cases tyranny advanced by the government and special uh, political agendas uh, that government supports. And you know, of course, I'm talking about Alliance Defending Freedom, the overreach of government, uh, sometimes at the local level, sometimes at the state level, sometimes worse than that, uh, trying to tell businesses how they can be run, even if it is in violation of their uh, religious doctrine, their religious tenets, telling students, telling employers, and telling employees what they can and can't say, what they can and can't believe, what they can and cannot practice uh, based on uh, their own religious uh, beliefs. That's where Alliance Defending Freedom comes in. They have been defending the small person when it comes to religious liberty for 25 years. They're on the front lines of these uh, of these attacks, and they're fighting for you, and they defend and represent people at no charge. That's why we have to help them meet their costs so that they can indeed continue to defend freedom. This is um, Alliance Defending Freedom attorney David Cortman. One case can cost from a million to two million dollars. Your typical person who's getting bullied by the government doesn't have the ability to fight back in most instances because who can hire a lawyer and pay them a million dollars or two million dollars to fight against the government? And yet that's what it takes to go through and that's why it's important for people to support the work is because we come alongside everyday citizens who say, you know what, I think the government has gone too far. Here I am trying to run my business, whatever it happens to be. I'm a, I'm a florist, I'm a photographer, I'm a counselor. But now you have the government reaching into that relationship saying, well, not only are we going to get involved here, we're going to tell you what you can and cannot say. And the only thing you can say is what we officially agree with and nothing else. We have three days left to stop this, to reach our goal. We need you today. I need you to help end government tyranny as it pertains to pushing itself onto private people, business owners, and yes, schools and students as well. If the tax on freedom can happen to all of these everyday Americans we tell you about, they can happen to you, your business, your school, your children as well. So uh, we're asking for your help. Please call today. We have three days left in this campaign in the month of June. 800-691-8969. All right? That's Alliance Defending Freedom. That's the Freedom Fund line. 800-691-8969. We need six more people between now and the end of the month. We have three days left to donate $100. That's what we need. We need two today, two tomorrow, and two on uh, on uh, Sunday, and we will reach that goal to help defend religious liberty. 800-691-8969. Be one of the two that we need today. Be one of the five or six or seven or eight that we hope we can get today. Call 800-691-8969. Oh, and I also forgot, you can also do it online. If you've got a browser open in front of you, just tap out whkradio.com and then click on the banner you see at the top. It'll say Alliance defending freedom it'll take you to the freedom fund page and it will help you help us to help them as they turn around and help you that's a lot of helping isn't it uh brian has been waiting in cleveland since the show started thanks for your patience brian you're on the air go right ahead no problem bob good morning hey i was just curious your opinion you know talking about all the illegals they're going to come do our jobs that we don't want to do work for less than we want to blah 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 what about the thousands of minimum security prisoners we have that just sit on their butts all day, watch TV, go to the weight room. They get three squares hot in a cot. Why don't they go out there and pick vegetables, you know, give something back? 
Yeah, well, uh, obviously that's uh, it's been a tradition, you know, in American uh, uh, prison history. We've had road gangs uh, going out there picking up litter, uh, going out there, and sometimes not even doing anything of value, but just doing make work uh, to get you make them do physical labor. Yeah, why not? That's not a bad idea. Say, so, you know, send them out there to the vegetable right. fields and and have them do that. Or we could also consider this. I don't know. Pay the people, uh, you know, pay people an actual decent wage to go and do it instead of uh, counting on paying migrants fifty to seventy five cents an hour as if they were still in their third world countries pay somebody minimum right. wage to go out there and do the job for crying out loud and i think you won't have a hard time finding americans to do it it's just hey, that they I, like they like underbidding or they you know they, they like um, uh allowing the illegal aliens to underbid and that's why the uh, uh the uh, uh, vegetable growers and the farmers are doing that i missed the uh, first part how far did you say you were away from your uh, adf goal we need two we need six more people two today two tomorrow and two on sunday by the end of the month to get there I'm going to take care of three as soon as I get off the phone, Bob. Oh, my goodness, Brian. That is amazing. That is simply amazing. Thank you so very much for that. I, I hope it's not too much it. of a burden on you. And if you can do it and you and you do do that, my friend, God bless. Liberty, thank well, you. Well, Bernie's going to give it back to me, right? <laughs> Brian, thanks for the phone call. I appreciate it. Look at that. A commitment of $300 for ADF. Uh, Brian is going to step up and, and meet that. That is fantastic. By the way, if you were considering doing one of them and you say, oh, well, now I don't have to. Somebody else is doing three of them. No, 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 no. Don't do it that way. Seriously. There, you know, look, put it to you this way. There's, there's no limit to the need, right? It, it, just because our appeal for the month of June ends doesn't mean that, okay, they don't need any money in July of this year or July of next year. You know, ADF isn't going anywhere. They're going to do, they've been doing it for 25 years. And, and hopefully there won't be a need for them 25 years from now. Hopefully we won't continue to see assaults on religious liberty, on business owners and employees and students and so on and so forth. Hopefully there will not be a need for them. But guess what? And sad to report, spoiler alert, I think there will be. And since there will always be a need for their legal services to, to represent us in these cases, then they cannot raise enough money. So please help if you can. Thank you again, Brian, for that. Uh, let's go to B.J. North Olmstead. He's been waiting. B.J., you're on the air. Go ahead. Thank you. Two points I'd like to make. One about the campaign that's going on with the Democrats and also the, the Supreme Court, the legal system. I'm a little surprised that you were in pleased by what the Democrats were doing. After all, look at how they want to help these young people, children that are caged and people that want to come here illegal so they can have housing and also to take care of senior citizens, pre-hospitalization, all these benefits they want to give, all the people they want to save. Isn't it amazing how the party of death that's okay with killing millions of babies want to do all these good works? All I can think about is a song being played when they're on there, and it's called Send in the Clowns. These people have no respect for life, and, and they claim to have respect for all kinds of legal aliens and wanting to give free housing and free this and free that. It's sad. But you should be pleased that they want to help people. The party of death might be changing, Bob. Who knows? By 2020, they might want to end abortion. Now, <laughs> onto the Supreme Court. Under the Supreme Court, there may be 20% of the legal profession, most of those that work for corporate or small businesses and help them out in what they're doing legally. But really, they're like sharks in a tank that go after the Sioux people. They don't give a damn about morality. They care about legal law. Legal does not mean moral. We have to wake up to this. Attorneys have caused more damage in this country in politics than any other specific group. That's why they hate Donald Trump. 
And we have to become aware of that. The Supreme Court, these phonies that call themselves conservative, have a totally different interpretation of conservative. And we have to be aware of that. I would not, there are some very good attorneys that are in Congress, but I would never vote for an attorney for any office. I want an American citizen that works and makes their money doing something of value, not stealing it from other people by lawsuits. Thank you for your time, Bob. BJ, I appreciate the phone call. I would, uh, <clears throat> I would, I would not paint with that broad of a brush. Although I think, you know, big picture wise, I think you're you're on, you're right. But uh, I wouldn't paint with that broad of a brush because there are some attorneys, and I'll give you one that uh, you're very closely co- acquainted with if you listen to this show because he's on every Tuesday. He guest hosts for me whenever he has an opportunity to. And of course, I'm talking about Peter Kirsch now. I would absolutely support somebody like Peter who is a man of morals, integrity, principle, character, and obviously brilliance. Uh, to If he ever wanted to run for office, for crying out loud, I would volunteer everything I had to help him. By the way, uh, BJ said BJ said he um, uh, he he he's picturing clown music. Send in the clowns every time these Democrats are talking. I had a different music um, a musical score running through my brain whenever they were on the stage last night talking. This is uh, this is a little bit more uh, what I was what I was kind of considering. Yeah, and we can't hear it. I, I don't know why we can't hear it, but we should be able to. Hear it. There it is. I wonder if we can make this work here for a second. Hold on. I don't know if I'll be able to address the levels enough, but I'm going to try. I'm going to give this a shot here. Here's a uh, here's Bernie Sanders promising Medicare for all, guaranteeing every woman in this country an abortion. Let's let's see if we can make this work. Now I'm not going to be able to adjust the levels. They're both on the same. They're both on the same pot. Sorry about that. But I will uh, I will go ahead and let Bernie speak here because uh, it is important uh, that you hear this nonsense from the stage last night. So let me see if I can uh, uh, at least bring you the, the Bernie Sanders. And... I do sometimes, but uh, let me try one more time here. All right. Uh, Bernie. Bernie, conservative court right now. But I do believe that constitutionally we have the power to rotate judges to other courts. And that brings in new blood into the Supreme Court and a majority, I hope, that will understand that a woman has the right to control her own body and that corporations cannot run uh, the United States of America. I'm going to give you 10 additional... So he he essentially said uh, what uh, uh, Bernie Sanders said last night... Uh, over the yakety sacks <laughs> is is that uh, he believes he would have a litmus test if he was President Sanders. His litmus test for appointing Supreme Court justices would be they must be committed 100% to upholding Roe versus Wade. They have to be pro baby killer or they will not get on the court if they are if there is a President Bernie Sanders, which should be enough to cross him off of the list for anybody that has a soul. Um, he then went on to say that he would not stack the courts. He doesn't believe in stacking the courts, but we should have a rotational system where some liberal judges can rotate in from district courts onto the Supreme Court uh, 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 over the course of time. So he essentially wants to uh, destroy the uh, the court system as it has existed since it was given to us by our founders. The three uh, separate but co-equal branches of government would not be separate and co-equal anymore. The the uh, judicial branch would have even more power than the other two, and it already kind of appears that way as it is now. But he would do that even more, especially when he uh, made sure that there would be no Supreme Court justices that would ever threaten Roe v. Wade. He wants every woman to be able to have an abortion, and he wants you to pay for it. 
Because Medicare for all means your taxes go up in order to cover all of the medical expenses for all of the people in the United States in this single-payer system. He even had to admit that, by the way, last night. He had to admit that, yes, taxes will go up on the middle class and on everybody in order to pay for Medicare for all. So, your t- again, I'm going to do what I did to you at the start of the show. I want you to picture your paycheck. Today's Friday. Maybe you're getting paid today. You getting paid today? Think about what your gross number is on that check. See what your net number is, and then look at all of the deductions and realize where your money is going. And you'll look at your federal, and you'll look at your state, and you'll look at your local, and you'll look at your Social Security and whatever taxes that you have. I want you to understand that if the Democrats win, every any, any one of them on the stage last night, that paycheck will soon have another line of deductions there. It says illegal alien health care. And it's going to have a number there that your paycheck has been reduced in order to pay for illegal aliens, right? Then it's going to have another little line item on it that says abortions, abortions for all. Your paycheck is going to be reduced by this amount to go into the national pool that pays for health care for everybody, including giving abortions to women who want to kill their babies. You okay with that? I want you to look at your paycheck next time you see it. If you get paid uh, direct deposit and you can see your, your check stubs online, I want you to picture less money in your net box, more money in your gross box, and more money in your deductions boxes or lines that pay for illegal alien health care and for abortions for all. Because that's what you're going to get if you vote for a Democrat. I don't care if it's Biden or Sanders or Harris. They have all pledged support for Medicare for All. They have all pledged support by a show of hands last night for free health uh, care for illegal aliens. They have all signed on to some form or another of the Green New Deal. If you vote for any one of these reprehensible demon rats, that's what's going to happen to your paycheck. Suddenly, the orange man doesn't look so bad now, does he? Back after this. Yeah, so I mentioned uh, Bernie last night, forced to admit he will raise taxes on you, the middle class. He will raise your taxes to fund his socialist utopia. Senator Sanders, I'll give you 10 seconds just to ask the, answer the very direct question. Will you raise taxes for the middle class in the Sanders administration? People who have health care under Medicare for all will have no premiums, no deductibles, no co-payments, no out-of-pocket exp- out expenses. Yes, they will pay more in taxes, but less in health care. For- yes, you will pay more in taxes. Bottom line is, yes, you will pay more in taxes. By the way, he left one out when he said they will have no premiums, no no deductibles, no, uh, no co-pays, uh, and also no appointments because you can't see nobody. That's, uh, I mean, honestly, that's, that's Bernie Sanders. Finish the sentence, Bernie. You will have nothing. And yes, you will pay more taxes to get it. Uh, Todd in Cleveland next. Hey, Todd, thanks for your patience. You're on the air. Go ahead. Yo, Bob. So I was paying attention both nights as, mm-hmm. as much as I could in between the tasks that I had to do throughout the day. And it got to a point for me where it didn't appear that Kamala Harris was even paying attention to what um, Joe Biden was saying in response to what she was saying about him. As much about as she the was just waiting. the and the busing? Mm-hmm. She it appeared 
she was just waiting for him to finish talking, and then she was going to talk about what she was implying that he actually had done. So that that concerned me because that was a, that was an attempt to um, drum up imagery. You know, Joe Biden. Let me say this too. It worked, right? by the way. Most people, other than the, those including NBC, that says Donald Trump won the first round of Democrat debates. The the the, the consensus last night, according to well, I don't say consensus, but a lot of people that I've heard analyzing it, saying Kamala Harris won. So it worked. Her just kind of not even really responding, but just you know memorizing what she wanted to say and getting it out there worked for her. She won. She won what? Some imagery. That's what she won. Imagery. Okay. okay. Higginlooper. Hickenlooper, if you if you were just paying attention to them making the case for themselves on their work history as public officials and their ambitions and intent to implement plans for the future of the well-being of the country and get away from anything else other than that, Hickenlooper made the best case for himself, and Biden was right behind him. So this is what I would encourage people to look, look at. Um, Biden made a point. He became a public defender. He was implying that she became a prosecutor when she could have been a public defender. Right. That's what he was doing. But okay, he became a public defender. Let's see what his win win loss um scenarios were. And Mala Harris made a point of talking about how she was a young girl who was in the second class of busing out in the Berkeley. Right. Okay, you've been a senator for a couple years now. Show what you have done as a senator for the well-being of the taxpayer-funded neighborhood public school education in the state of California now. Let's see what you've done with that now. And in addition to that, she made a point of saying that in her first 100 days, she's going to insist that Congress come up with some gun reform or she's going to implement an executive order. You don't need to wait till you become president to show what that's going to be. You can put that together now and let me see it. That's, these are the kind of things that, um, that rose in my attention. But more so than any of that, this is what came out the most to me. John Delaney, who, I, who I'm not necessarily I'm rooting for, but I do, I do think this should be of note. John Delaney started a company in the early 90s, um, Healthcare Partners Reform, or Health Healthcare Partners Reform, something, Healthcare Financial Partners, okay? Okay. And the function of that company, Healthcare Financial Partners, and the function of that company was and still is to get um, loans for um, health care providers that were getting denied by the major banks. He had to do a certain degree of study to make decisions on how that money was going to get in place. And he's also spoken on Medicaid reform and things such as that as a congressman. When that question came up the day before yesterday, and they talked all around John Delaney, that struck me as a, um, as a media group that either did not study that man's history or did not really care to hear what he had to say because he well, wasn't it's in probably the popular both. group. It, it's probably both because he's right. He's not enough of a name to be to to devote that kind of attention and study to, as you're pointing out about what he what he did. Uh, and and he's not that much of a, a name. And, you know, the, the uh, front runners are always going to get the most attention from the moderators and from the media in general. Uh, Biden and Harris, I believe it is, got more time combined than the bottom six. Uh, got combined, okay, in terms of, um, uh, talk time on the, on the debate last night. Sanders was kind of in the middle there. He got more than the bottom six, but not quite as much as Biden and Harris, who were going at it and sparring and so on and so forth. So, uh, and, and by the way, a lot of your analysis is spot on, except for Joe Biden. You said you thought Joe Biden helped himself last night. I think Joe Biden had a disastrous performance last night. Bob in Middleburg Heights. Hey, Bob, go ahead. You're on the air. Good morning, Bob. I, 
I didn't watch the debate, but I seen the highlights of this uh, Kamala Harris Biden yes. confrontation here. I'll call it, and I really wonder how a woman like her, with so much hate in her from her youth, was even on a presidential debate stage. She wasn't talking to Joe Biden as a candidate. She was talking to him as being white. She didn't win anything, in my opinion. Well, I'll tell you what. Um, she's polling better than some of the others, not just because of last night, but uh, since she announced her campaign, because she is she's taken st- some strategic targets and hit them uh, just in the in in the course of her public comments over the last couple of months, and she declared. So that's why she's on the stage. And as for how she did. I don't know if I necessarily agree 100% with you with what you just said about uh, Joe Biden being a white guy. Joe Biden is a white guy who just a few days ago praised segregationists slash racists slash pointy hood wearers in the Democrat Party for being easy to work with, that we got things done when we worked together. Um, he, he didn't condemn them. He praised them. He could have, he could have praised a lot of people, uh, that being, you know, helping to get things done and that are easy to work with back when he was in the Senate, you know, over the course of the last two or three decades. He could have said it that way and said he chose two racists. And if I'm Kamala Harris, even if I'm not Kamala Harris, if I'm a, a white contender up there, I'm challenging Joe Biden on it. Why did you pick two racists to praise as being good guys to work with? Uh, this this makes no sense. They're segregationists. They're racist. They talked about black inferiority, and you're here praising them. I don't think Joe Biden was a white guy doing that. I think Joe Biden is just a bigoted guy that was doing that. And I think Harris is right to point that out. 1001 News Time, back after this. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.